I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And I'm Coach Victoria. And today we're gonna to be talking about how long should I wait for my ex? A big question. A big question, and I have a very simple answer. Nine to 12 minutes, that's it. <laughs> it's like baking a cake, a small cake. A small cake. <laughs> Obviously it's a tough question, mm -hmm. and there's no definitive answer to it, but we're gonna talk about a lot of the different things that you want to consider when you're trying to figure out what do I want to do here? How much yeah. longer do I want to wait? Right. Uh, a lot of times people are like, it's hopeless. And a I, lot of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I see a lot is that their hopelessness is based on how things are in the current moment. Yeah. But what you got to understand is as your ex thinks about things, processes things, right. goes through things, that can affect their interest level. Mm -hmm. right. And so you don't always, you really don't want to just look at the current information and their current interest level because it can change, like feelings change. And so we're gonna talk about a lot of the different aspects that you can consider for yourself when trying to figure out what you wanna do. Mm -hmm. And for many of you too, you might be just trying to move on and find yourself repeatedly thinking about your ex mm -hmm. and not really sure what to do with that information. So we want to start by saying that not us, not any other coach, not your friends, not your family can make the decision for you about how long to wait for your ex. This is a very personal choice. And so hopefully this video will enlighten you on some things to think about when considering this and also help you to be real with yourself and to be more aware of your own emotions and how you're feeling throughout the process. Absolutely. Uh, you know, when you're in love or you love somebody, it's you're so overwhelmed by a lot of different feelings and emotions. Mm -hmm. And letting that go and deciding that you're gonna move on is not easy to no, do. No, it's not. And you're gonna find yourself a lot of times going back and forth with how you're feeling about things and what you should do in the situation. So figuring out a time frame can be really challenging because there may be weeks where you feel like, oh, I'm just moving on, and then there's months where you're feeling yeah. like, I can't move on. Yeah. So you gotta figure that out for yourself and not just look at somebody saying in an article or a video, you move on after X amount of days or time, because that's a personal thing to you. and. You know, I can't stress this enough. Every situation is different. Every breakup is different. And, you know, there are so many different factors that you want to kind of look at. Yeah, definitely. And it might also be worth thinking about how long it has been already. So after a breakup, it might take months, six months, even more to hear from your ex. And that can be quite normal. And so, as Craig said, every situation is different and it'll depend on many different factors like the length of the relationship itself, the quality of it. The person's attachment style. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, your, your own attachment style mm-hmm. first. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Their mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even their beliefs about the relationship or why it didn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, because a lot of times somebody leaves the relationship because they don't think you're going to change. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't think things are going to get better. Mm-hmm. And they really believe that. But sometimes information gets back to them or they stalk your social media silently mm-hmm. and they see that you are making changes and those things can have an impact mm-hmm. on them too. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that we really struggle with is that during a breakup, time just seems to stop. Mm-hmm. Yes, your sense of time gets all messed up when your attachment stuff is, is messed with. Yes, it seems like forever and it could have been three days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's exactly what it felt like. I remember with the Applebee's girl, literally minutes would feel like hours. Mm -hmm. Just a day or two felt like weeks. And it really messes with what's going on with you. And you just feel like you're absolutely miserable to no end. Mm -hmm. And the worst is when you hear your notifications... And every time you hear that ding, you just think, is it my ex? Oh, is sure. Is it my ex? Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. And, then, and what, it, what it's not, you're just disappointed every single time. Yeah. yeah. And it could be your favorite person in the world. <laughs> it could be your best friend. It could yeah. be your mom. It could be anybody. But yep. still, you're like, oh, it's not my ex. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's, it's really awful. And, yeah. and ironically, oftentimes when your ex finally does reach out, it's always when you're not expecting it and yeah. you're shocked. You're like, True. wait, what? And yeah. you have to look a few times. Mm-hmm. And another thing to consider as well is what does waiting on an ex even mean? Does it mean that you refrain from dating other people? Maybe it means the difference between staying in your city or moving or pursuing other options as far as careers. So it might be worth it to just sit down and maybe even write out what does waiting for an ex look like to you and Mm -hmm. what does moving on look like to you? Because those are very different things for different people. Yeah, that's a really good point, yes, Margaret. What do you it's think about the waiting good. for somebody? Well, what what I usually say to people is, you know, I can see how much you cared about him or her and, and how anxious you are to have them back. But you, you're young. You cannot put your life on hold for months. Mm-hmm. You know, follow how you feel. Do you feel ready? And sometimes you get people who say, well, I, I had a couple of dates, but, you know, n- neither of them get, got excited. Well, wait a little while longer and then try again. Mm-hmm. But don't isolate yourself for months. Don't put your life on hold. Mm-hmm. You know, Margaret, it's such a tough balance here because, you know, we were saying before we even started filming that we really think that you have to do the work. For at least, I mean, I really think if you're doing absolute minimum, it better be three months. At least, Of absolutely going bonkers, trying to understand relationships and breakups. Mm -hmm. But really, I don't think that's enough time to sink in. Yeah. Like, if you're really truly wanting to change how you are as a partner and improve your love life and your own attachment issues, it's going to take you closer to a year. Absolutely. And I think what we have to remember, too, is it's a grief process. Someone you loved has left you. You've had a major loss. And grief has a beginning and a middle and an end. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're doing a grieving process and it's going to take a little bit of time. Well, when do you think they might call me? Well, you know, unfortunately, I didn't get a message over the airwaves. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes we'll get a gut instinct, yes. but we, we like to let you know, you know, this is only right. 
our best guess. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we could be way off. Um, but we do our best to try and look at the situation, put ourselves in it, and go with our gut. And hopefully in this whole process, you're becoming more self-aware mm -hmm. of what the relationship meant to you and what losing it means to you. And I think on a larger scale, too, many people discover a lot of other issues that they have in their life from the breakup, mm -hmm. like family of origin issues that they never would have looked at before. So a breakup might be a start of an emotional transformation, and Absolutely. that will take some time as well. Absolutely. You know, you might come to some big realizations that might need some time to process before getting intimately involved with somebody else. I think a lot of times you'll have a lot of small aha moments mm -hmm. along yeah. the way, right. which you saw me go through I did. with my breakup. Yep. And so it'll be a little bit of insight at a time where you mm -hmm. kind of start to put things together. Obviously, our channel ex didn't exist when I was going through my breakup. No, but that's why it exists now. <laughs> but but yeah. it was, so you guys are able to have these mm -hmm. aha moments a lot faster than I was able to by doing the workbooks mm -hmm. and the creative healing course and all that info is in there. And it's just amazing how we see you guys have those moments in our sessions. Yep. And you literally get pressure from friends, friends and family. Move on. Mm -hmm. You'll find somebody else. He or she probably isn't worth this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's worth it, too, to be honest with yourself. Right. I think many times we might hear these things from our peers and think, oh, yeah, maybe they're right. You know, maybe I am ready to move on. But I want you to be very honest with yourself as much as possible if you still feel in your heart of hearts, that there is something there, that you would still pursue that, that you feel like a healthy relationship could be possible with your ex again, it might be worth it to continue to take a look at it. Mm -hmm. Again, this is all a personal decision, um, but be honest with yourself, at least with where you're at as far as moving on. And also beware of you should be over this by now. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about that, Margaret? Yes. Mm -hmm. No one else can tell you when you should be over something. And I've heard it numerous times. Well, my mother says, my friend says, I should be over this by now. No one can tell you how to grieve and at what pace. Mm. Okay, so thank them very much for their concern and don't take it too seriously. And yeah. I'll add not even a therapist on that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm. No, no. You got to come to that on your own through processing, thinking about things, growing thinking about the health of the relationship, what you could do to have it healthy again. Yeah. Can it be healthy again? Yeah. There are so many things that you want to consider. And I think ultimately your main focus should be what you can do to improve yourself, to become more enlightened, become more aware, to learn better skills, to communicate, to learn how to navigate the relationship because in many ways you have to learn to navigate because you have your own needs your partner has their needs and the relationship has its needs and you got to kind of balance all three right. of those mm -hmm. things it's a lot of work it's hard it is. yeah it is and the more that you do work on those issues and become aware of those things the more likely you can see it coming before it happens mm -hmm. Or be able to handle it in real time when it's happening with another person in front of you. And that's a big thing that I see, that people will do, you know, some work and, and then they kind of move forward and say, well, they're not coming back. So they give up on the personal growth. Mm. Then they get in front of the ex again, thinking right. it would never happen. Yep. 
and they are just shell shocked and have can't, no idea. Yeah, can't right. respond. Yeah. 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 Another thing to consider is does it have to be either or? Is it just hope, like keeping on hope for your ex or moving on? Or could it be I'm still dating other people, I'm exploring my options, and I'm continuing to be open in case my ex does want to reconnect. So I think there is some type of a middle ground there. You'll have to find out for yourself what that looks like. I'm so glad you said that because most of us human beings have the unfortunate desire to make things clear-cut and black or white mm -hmm. and always question black or white thinking when mm -hmm. you're talking about two opposing poles. I like that. I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. Yeah, I, I actually think that's a great point, too, yes, because one of the things I was thinking is, like I said earlier, sometimes you could be thinking you're moving on, and then sometimes you can feel like you're not exactly. ready to move on. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't have to be like one day you just feel like you're doing it, and then you do it. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be kind of going back and forth. Right. right. Yeah. You know, and, and the same kind of goes for your ex. Sure. That uh, many times they may present to you, I'm just moving on, I'm done, leave me alone, but mm -hmm. behind the scenes... They're not feeling like that at all. Yeah. That they're going back and forth with, well, maybe we could. And, you know, that's why we often look at behaviors because a lot of the behaviors that we see turn the X off. The handwritten letter, the good reminder mm -hmm. text, yep. the clean slate message, which I heard again today. Mm. Uh, I had somebody do all three of those today. Oh, wow. Yeah, and a few text messages. The clean slate can often be a, a manipulation. Mm. Yeah. Okay, you may have several good reasons to be angry at me, but let's start again with a clean slate. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So, you know, for you, it's a personal thing that you're going to have to go through and experience on your own. And, you know, deciding how much time you're going to put on hold or what that looks like for you. Um, you know, it's not, doesn't have to be all or nothing. Right. And you're allowed to be selfish. So I don't know if this thought will connect with anybody, but moving on might feel guilt provoking. You might have so much loyalty and admiration right. for your ex that thinking about any dating anybody else might feel like you're betraying them, even if you're not together. That's a great point. Yep. And it's, it's kind of a strange feeling because you would think that, oh, you're broken up. It shouldn't be an issue, but that attachment and that connection is. is still sure. there so thinking about that in terms of moving on you're allowed to be a little bit selfish and uh, just reminding yourself of the terms of your current relationship it might be a little bit uncomfortable to put yourself out there yeah. and of course listen to your body <laughs> listen to you know what yep. your body is telling you as far as your comfort level with other people but also challenge yourself and take some social risks so yeah i think this is a great point That's good mm -hmm. yeah uh about the guilt you know, oh, yeah. I cannot tell people. you, most people will tell me, mm -hmm. I went on a date, or if they've told me they've gone on a date, there's a lot of guilt. I feel mm -hmm. so guilty. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm cheating. Yeah. I yeah. feel like I'm cheating. <laughs> yeah. They broke up with me. They're dating they broke somebody up with else. You, but yes. <laughs> but I feel like I'm cheating. Yeah. Yep. And I remember even like after some of my breakups, feeling the same way. Like, mm -hmm. oh my, I feel like I'm doing something wrong here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when when I, you've been broken up with. Mm -hmm. And they're dating somebody new, and yet you feel like you're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. So I think that's probably a common thing to experience, right. and that's Good normal. Good yeah. that's yes, it's normal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we just want you to realize that you may hear different people saying different things. And, you know, for each of you, it's going to be your own personal experience based on the relationship, the nature of the relationship, the health of it. You know, there are so many different factors that you want to consider and look at for yourself 
I mean, how the partner left, why they left. I mean, there's just so many things. So you got to figure out for yourself what's going to work for you. Ideally, we all want you to be happy, whether it's with your ex or you've moved on and meet somebody else, or if you're happy being single, whatever it may be. Uh, we want the breakup to be easier for you because we know it's probably one of the worst things you'll feel. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Of course, Margaret is available for Skype coaching. If you think I can be helpful, please sign up. And it won't be long before Coach Victoria is coaching with you too. I'll be here and I can't wait to speak with you. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And I'm Coach Victoria. And we will talk with you soon. To get my help personally, go to AskCraig.net and click on Schedule Coaching and choose the option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype. To schedule a coaching with Margaret, click on Margaret on the top of the page and order a Skype with her. For the Knowledge Creative Healing course, Click on the link at the top of the page and click Get Started Now.